Hey everyone, welcome back. My name is Lynn Wilson and welcome back to Hope for Today podcast. And I trust today that the Lord has something very special and very unique for you to learn today. So my question for you is, I always like to present a question and it is, what did you forget to wear? How many times have we walked out and we forgot to bring a coat? The other day, my son was going to a bonfire and a hayride and it was starting to get chilly and I handed him his coat. He said, oh, I don't need this. I said, just in case it gets cold. How many times have you been caught in a rainstorm and you said, I don't have an umbrella, I didn't wear my raincoat, and you're just standing there empty-handed and you forgot to wear something. You know, we teach our kids when they're younger to get dressed, and it's a basic life skill that we teach them. We start with the under items and then we work our way up, and we put on our socks and we put on our pants and we put on our shirt and maybe a jacket and all the layers that we need. You would not send your child out to school half-dressed. You would not go to work yourself without your shoes on or without your shirt on, let's hope not, or you know things like that. You would make sure you're fully dressed for the day. Whatever you're going to be attempting to do, if you're going to the gym, you would have on your gym clothes. If you're going to the office, you have on your office clothes. If you're going out you know, with friends for lunch or shopping, you might have casual wear. So we wear different things and different attire for different events. But, <clears throat> Many times we have forgotten to wear something and maybe you have a new pair of shoes on and you forgot to put on socks and you come home with blisters. Why is that? You didn't protect yourself correctly. You should have put on socks and shoes and because you didn't, you're now paying the price. Even masks, we have to wear masks right now. I know it's a hot topic, no one likes it, but we have to wear it. It's what we have to do. Why do we wear it for now? It protects us. It protects those around us. It protects us. Whether you agree with that or not, the whole premise of a mask is for protection. Same with the clothing. Clothing is for our protection from the elements. It's also protection from modesty so that we are not being enticing in any way. And as a Christian, our appearance is very important and we want to keep it that way. You know, the Bible talks about everything we need in life. And I think many times, um, those of us that have been Christians a while, you know, we have Bible stories and we tend to say that's for the kids. That's what we use in Sunday school. We teach about Noah and Jonah and Adam and Eve and um, the book of Genesis. And we talk about it as if it's just for children. Those stories are there for our benefit as well. And we look at the Bible and it's like, oh, well, there, there's verses in there for the sinners and for those that need to know the Lord Jesus Christ as their personal savior, and it's there for salvation. And absolutely, that's the number one reason that it's there. And then we oh, it's all about the end times. And we, we talk about the Bible as if it's only regarding the end times. But I think we forget, and we put the Bible in these categories, and I think we forget sometimes that the Bible talks about our daily everything needs that we have every day. First of all, the Lord tells us he provides for us on a daily basis. First, his mercies are new every day. And the Bible says, I will supply your daily needs. God will supply our daily needs. And one of those needs is we are heading out the door. We are waking up in the morning, maybe not leaving the house, but we're home. Wherever we are, we are in a battle every single day. As a Christian, 
we're on the front line and we're in a battle. <clears throat> whether you're on the street, whether you're in the office, you're at school, you're at work, um, you're on the phone, you're texting, whatever the case might be, we're in a battle. Not only are we in a battle because we're serving the Lord, but we're in a battle to protect ourselves from the elements of the world. Just as if we were to go out in the rainstorm and get wet because we didn't have the right gear on and we got wet. If you turn the TV on and there's an inappropriate TV show on that you should not be watching, we need to be protected from those temptations. You turn on your tablet and you Google something and all of a sudden something else appears that should not be. We need to protect ourselves from those elements that could come into our person. Just like I said, the Bible has many different facets. It talks about the end times and it talks about Bible stories and it talks about salvation, but it also talks about daily things we need. And as you can see, I have my soldier here and he is to represent each and every one of us, his helmet, his breastplate, he's got his belt on, he has his shoes on. He doesn't have a shield, but we'll see a shield next week. This is gonna be a two part and you'll see a shield next week. But he's to represent all of us as a Christian. <clears throat> I wanna to read to you, uh, we're gonna be in Ephesians. Now, the, if you're new to reading the Bible, there's two parts to the Bible. There's the Old Testament and there's the New Testament. We're gonna be in the New Testament. And kind of the middle to the end of the New Testament is the book of Ephesians. We're going to be in chapter 6, and we're going to start in verse 10. I'm just going to quickly read a few verses, and it's about the armor of God. It says, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. Your stand. Keep that word in your head. <clears throat> For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, and against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may, you may be able to stand, again, stand your ground, and after you have done everything to stand, Stand firm, then in the belt of truth, buckled around your waist, the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet be fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all of this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows that the evil one may pass your way. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests with this in mind be alert and always be praying for all the lord's people you know right there the bible gives us our daily needs again just like you would not walk out of the house or start an event for the day without being fully equipped with the clothing the protection the essential things that you need Putting on the armor of God is a daily essential thing we need to do. I personally have to admit, to me it was something that was almost like a, you know, a kid's story. We teach in children's ministry, we teach in Sunday school to put on the armor of God, and we have the kids cut out the pieces. And when I was a kid, we had the flat graft, and you got to put all the pieces together. 
And we treat it almost as if it is a kid's story, but it's not. This is something we need. Not only do we need it to fight and be in that front line, serving the Lord and knowing that someone's always trying to trip us up. And I refuse to say his name. I refuse to give him that glory. But you know who I'm talking about. You want to serve the Lord and something happens. And your first reaction is, ah, I can't do it. Or look at this. It's all going wrong. But you know what? If we have the armor on, we can hold up that shield when things come our way. We have those shoes of peace to know that we can walk in peace and we can be confident in that. So let's look through this real quickly. The belt of truth. To know that God is truth. Listen, we have the truth. We talked in the beginning of those verses, it talked about the power of God. Last week we talked when we were doing our our podcast on teaching. And I told you that we have the power of God within us. And we forget the amount of power that we have. The Holy Spirit is living in us. When we want to do a job for him, it's not of our own person. We might be a physical person using our hands and our feet and our lips and our, and our voice to project something. But it's the Lord through us allowing that event to take place. We have truth. We have it. So we can feel confident in what we're doing. The same thing too is when we know truth. As I'm talking to you and I get awkward and I don't, you know, I don't know if I really should tell her this or I don't know if I should let him know that. And all of a sudden you get awkward and you find yourself sort of lying about it because it's a little bit more comfortable to tell the false part of the story than the truth part of the story or if you need to fess up about something and it's easier to lie than to admit you did wrong. How many times have we both done that? You catch yourself in a lie and as those words are coming out of your mouth, you're, you just feel it. You know, oh, I shouldn't be doing this. That's because truth is living inside of you. And that's just a gentle reminder. You know, sometimes we need a good spanking to remind us, but truth is there. The Lord is there to tell us what's right and wrong. The helmet of salvation. Listen, if you don't have salvation, forget wearing the rest of the armor. It's not going to do you any good. That helmet of salvation. We need to have the Lord Jesus Christ in our life. You need to have asked him into your life as your personal Lord and Savior. What does a helmet do? It protects the brain. It protects the head. The worst thing you can get is a head injury. Head injuries can be lifelong disabilities. My husband had a head injury when he was a 12-year-old boy, and he has lived with that injury ever since. It did something to him. It caused a permanent situation. He lives with a disability because he had a head injury. If he had a helmet on, it probably would have protected him. If we have the helmet of salvation on, all those things that should not be going into our mind and the things that we could be tempted with, we can have that protection. We can have that protection. You know, your mind is your your soul, your whole being. Everything's here. When you have no brain activity, there's nothing left. We need to protect that. The breastplate of righteousness will protect your heart. How many times have you said, I have a broken heart. It just It just touched my heart. We need to protect our heart. The Lord Jesus Christ is living in our heart and our lives, as we say. We need to protect our heart. And, you know, people can throw things at you. And if they shot something right at your heart, if you had a gunshot wound to your heart, 
and your heart stops, what happens? Well, it's the same thing if you're getting spiritual warfare going at you and your heart is being affected. That can just affect so many different other things. We need to protect our heart. Have the breastplate of righteousness. The shield of faith. Now that is something we're holding. That is not actually physically on our body or something like this in his armor. He would not be placing that on him. He would be holding that. But sometimes, oh, it's coming. Oh, it's from there. Oh, it's over here. We have so many things being shot at us from every angle. That shield can be moved around. If you've ever watched uh, superheroes and, you know, they're doing this and this, something's coming from above me. Oh, it's below me. Oh, it's to the right. It's to the left. You want to have that shield of faith so when things come your way, bad things are coming, you can hold up that shield and protect yourself. The belt of truth. Oh, we went over that already. Okay, the sword of the spirit. Whip out that sword. If you need to go after something, the sword of the spirit. You know, the Lord is truth and it says his word is like a two-edged sword it can slice through what needs to be sliced through if something's coming at you shoot it with the word of god project out of your mouth scripture scripture will never return void never ever it's god's word and he said it will never return void but just like a sword can slice the wrong thing if we have something in our own lives and we're studying the word of god that sword can cut out that icky piece of whatever is in our life that we need to dispose of so that we can get right with the Lord and continue to walk in harmony with him. The sandals of peace. We do not live in a peaceful world. And as Christians and as fellow believers, we need to live peaceably amongst each other to the best of our ability. That's what scripture says. That not only means with each other as Christians, which we tend to not do. We always seem to want to outdo each other and we're always at each other. Why in the world would we do this? Even with our own spouses and our kids, we're at each other. Why we should be living peacefully with each other. And then we do the same thing in church. There's church division, there's church unrest. And well, he said this and I don't like that. And stop it. The shoes of peace. The world does not know peace. We know, we know as a Christian hope and we should know peace. And it is our job to be wearing the shoes of peace, walking in peace. You know, things are crazy right now. And if you could just show people hope and peace with the way that things are in the world right now, people would be looking around going, what in the world does that person have? Something's different. You know, they get tempted by things and I can't stop looking at it on the computer, but I watch them at work and that funny thing comes up on the computer that they shouldn't be looking at and they just very quietly close it. They don't seem affected by it. How can they not get caught up in that? Because we have the armor of God protecting us. The Lord tells us you're in a battle. Battle because of things that are going to be shot at you from many different angles and for many different reasons, but he's told us what to do. Our daily needs are met. Put on the armor of God. Now, the last thing isn't part of the armor, but is really what holds it together, and that's prayer. Prayer is the best thing that we can do. Start our day in prayer, end our day in prayer, and pray all day long. Pray without ceasing. 
You need to pray every morning when you wake up the armor of God. This is not a physical thing that I have a hat and I'm putting on. But if you need to sit there when no one's around and, and kind of physically, Lord, I'm putting on the, the helmet of salvation and Lord, I'm putting on my belt of truth and Lord, I have my sword with me and I have my shield with me. Go ahead and do that. You need to pray daily that you ask the Lord for all that protection so that when you go out there, you've got your armor, you're ready to go. You know, we are in a battle together and next week we're going to go over more of not only the armor of God, but what it is to be a soldier. You know, we forget that we are soldiers and we are, we sing songs that we're in the army and, and uh, we're serving the Lord. And this is not something to be taken lightly. This is a, this is an important thing that we're doing. This is something we're doing every day. And we're going to talk about what it is to be a soldier and how to be a good soldier and what's involved in being a soldier. We're going to go over that on a Christian basis of what it is. But right now I need to remind you and me that we're in this together. We're soldiers. We are the church. We're all going to be spending eternity together, but right now we're spending life together. And if you see that I'm down and out, you need to be a fellow soldier and come pick me up. If I see you're down and out, I need to be there for you. If I see you're being tempted, I need to come alongside of you and help you and remind you, put on your armor of God today. So this week, you have some homework. I want you to study the book of Ephesians, chapter 6, starting in verse 10 to 18. I want you to read about the armor of God. Maybe you haven't read it in years. Go and I want you to read it. I want you to study it. I want you to kind of get more familiar with it. Ask the Lord. You know, Lord, what do I need to learn about this? Maybe do a, a, a weekly devotion on it or a short Bible study on it. But I want you to go and read Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 to 18, so that next week when we come back and we talk about what it is to be a true soldier, you are prepared and ready to go. Thanks so much for coming by, and I look forward to seeing you next week on the next podcast.